Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to the podcast again. Uh, this is Michael, and uh, let's dive right in today. So recently, I just caught up with a friend, um, really cool, and I'm going to tell you more about that at the end and what that has to do with uh, the business that I'm trying to get up and running. Um, but in the meantime, I want to talk about something really, really interesting that uh, Russell Brunson spoke about at Fun Hacking Live which he called the three closes. And I think that these things are almost part of the foundation upon which all your marketing should be built. And you almost have to understand this to be able to build out any kind of sales message that you want to build, whether that's on your a sales page or a video sales letter or even one-on-one sales. Um, I think if, if you can't understand this basic fundamental um, it's going to be very hard for you to understand the thinking process of the people you're trying to sell to so number one thing that you have to ask yourself before anything else when you're going to try and sell somebody is why would somebody purchase the thing that you are selling and Russell Brunson spoke about something really important um, and that is status now, what is status? I'm not talking about your Facebook status or anything like that. I'm talking about the status that each of us have, the, I guess the standard or, or the way in which we view ourselves, and almost like our personal image, I guess. Um, it's really the only thing that causes people to move toward you and buy what you sell or to not move so when everything that you purchase as a person, you're doing it either to increase your status or avoid your status decreasing. So for example, if someone were to go and buy a Ferrari, what is the reason that they're doing that? Um, is it because they think it's an affordable car and it's, it's fuel efficient and, and uh, it drives fast and this and that, it's got really cool features and and extras and and things like that and and really the answer is no it's not uh, the reason that they purchase the Ferrari is because they feel that it's going to increase their status increase their personal image increase the way that people look at them and how they can appeal to others uh, increases the I guess the, the way they they feel almost so just just think about that for a second. What was the last thing that you went out and and bought? And really ask yourself, why did you buy that thing? What is it about that thing that maybe will help you to increase your status? I think the last thing I went out and purchased was uh, a pair of pants for, for work. And why did I go out and buy these pants when I already have pants? And... The answer is they looked better than the pants I had and I felt that I would feel more, I guess, professional and, and look better in, in the workplace. And and without realizing it at the time, I guess it's increasing the status that I hold myself to have, increasing my, my personal image and making me feel somewhat cooler, I guess. I don't know, it's quite hard to explain, but if you really think about it, you can really attribute that to, to anything that you're purchasing or anything that you're selling. So, 
what are the three closes that really pull that trigger in and help people to realize how this is going to increase their status or stop their status from decreasing. So close number one is emotion. You have to be able to sell something emotionally. You have to be able to target people's emotions and help them to imagine how the thing that you're selling them is going to increase their status and help them to reach their goals and, and reach their deepest desires that they might have. The quote comes to mind, don't sell them what they need, sell them what they want. Because nobody really wants to buy what they need, they really want to buy what they want. Uh, a good example of that is someone overweight might need to lose weight, um, but they probably don't want to, and for that reason they are overweight. What they probably want is uh, a chocolate bar maybe, and so if you were to sell them a chocolate bar over weight loss, you'd probably be a little bit more successful. Um, but that's just an example. You have to be able to help people to understand what it is they want and then and target that. Once you obviously help them to realize what they want and you give that to them, then later on you can give them what they need and really help them at that deeper level. So how do we sell people emotionally? Now, I think I spoke earlier in a different podcast about the power of selling through stories. Um, Russell Brunson actually shared a lot about the Epiphany Bridge script, which he uses day in and day out to not only sell people, but to help people to understand the key concepts that he's trying to get across. And basically, the Epiphany Bridge script, or, or the story script that he uses, is one in which he starts with a bit of the backstory, goes into the desires that people have, more actually the desires and the struggles that he had with his backstory, okay, what he used to do or, or the old method he used that was failing for him. So a bit of the backstory of you know where he was before he found this new product that he's currently selling. Okay, then he moves on to you know the journey that he had to go on um, to realize that what he was doing wasn't working and which finally would lead him to this great epiphany um, which would lead him to a new opportunity which helped him to realize that using the product that he's selling would actually help him in his situation that he was in. In doing so, you're helping people to understand where you were. You weren't always successful. You weren't always at the top of wherever you are now. You weren't always there. At one stage or another, you were behind and you had to work towards that point. And by really going deep into that backstory and that journey that you went on, you help people to relate to you. And as they relate to you, their emotional hot buttons are, are triggered and all of a sudden they're in that emotional state. After he explains that epiphany, he then goes on to talk about the strategy or the plan that he makes or that he would have made to go forward, which finally leads to the achievement and the transformation that he undergoes. So following that kind of a story is the best way that I can think of to sell someone emotionally or help somebody to relate to you and gain the rapport on that level so as that they, they really do trust you and really feel the emotion that you felt and begin to believe 
what it is that you gain to believe through that journey that you went on. Literally so many times my thought process have, processes have changed due to simply hearing a story of, of something that happened to somebody or something that someone did to be able to uh, attain a result that I actually want to obtain for myself. And I, and I look at their story and I say, wow, okay, that was really cool. What did they do? And once I see that, then I try and implement that into my life and try and get the same results. And without realizing it, I'm taking away from their story and applying it to, into my life. And so really, in that moment, I'm, I'm kind of being sold emotionally. My, my belief patterns are being changed through that. I hope that makes sense. I'm not just babbling on about nothing and just really confusing everybody. Uh, let me know. Um, give, me, give me a bit of feedback if this is helping or not. All right, so once they're sold emotionally and they understand with their emotions, they can picture where the, the new vehicle you're pitching to them is going to take them. All of a sudden, they feel that this product or service that you're selling is going to increase their status. And that is the whole purpose of the emotional close. Close number two is then the logical close. So if 50% of people that are going to buy from you come from being sold emotionally, then Russell Brunson said 30% of the following of the next group of people, or 30% of that group, will be sold through logic in addition to emotion. So once their emotional side's been satisfied, only 50% will buy of all the people that are going to buy from you. The next 30% must be sold or must understand logically why they need to buy. So let me give you an example of how this would work. Uh, for example, when I was first looking at purchasing the ClickFunnels software, I was instantly sold emotionally <laughs> at the beginning. I saw the vision. I saw what it could help me achieve in my dad's business, in my mom's business, in my own future business. I could see how it would help and how it would allow me to finally implement the marketing Oh, the marketing stuff and the marketing knowledge that I've been learning prior and finally get it out there onto the internet in, a, in an easier and more facilitated way. So I was sold emotionally straight away. Um, but I didn't have the money to do it. And so I needed to convince my boss, <laughs> my dad, to purchase it for the business so that I could use it in his business and uh, really start getting results a lot faster he would not be sold emotionally. I knew that going in. I knew that going in and trying to convince him to purchase this, you know, $1,000 plus thing for the business, he needed to see logical reasons as to why it would benefit his business. He needed to see an ROI, a business plan. He, he's an accountant, so he's very logical. So I needed to come to him with plans of things that this software would allow me to achieve, uh, the plans that I had for his business and for his marketing, and the kind of return on investment that those kinds of things would have. And I really had to sell it to him logically, otherwise I wouldn't be where I am today, and he would definitely not have, have purchased the software for the business. So when you sell somebody logically, and when, when you help them to understand that logically the sale makes sense, you say, hey, look, if I'm selling bookkeeping, for example, so look, you're spending 
two to three hours a week on your bookkeeping, which is costing you, depending on what you value your time, anywhere between you know two hundred to to six hundred dollars every week. You can pay four hundred dollars a month to get someone to do that for you, and you can focus that three hours a week on growing and expanding your business. Logically, it makes a lot of sense to outsource your bookkeeping. That would be an example of how you can close somebody logically, simply through logic. It's it's quite self-explanatory. Now, when you sell somebody logically, what that does is it helps people to avoid a status decrease. It's actually helpful um, in allowing people to justify an emotional emotional purchase that they've bought. For example, if I go out and buy a a Lamborghini, um, when I'm there, I'm being sold emotionally on that thing. How I'm going to look in that car, how it's going to increase my status, how it's going to make me look so good, you know. And then on the way home, I'm thinking, okay, how am I going to justify this to my wife? You know, how am I going to justify this purchase? Okay, it's it's fuel efficient. Um, it it goes fast. It doesn't need servicing very often. It uh, it's very luxurious. It's very comfortable to drive. This and that, and and those are the logical things that. I'm using to justify the purchase that I've made to therefore avoid a status decrease and feel like an idiot for making the wrong decision in buying that thing. The final close is fear or fear of missing out. Also urgency and, and scarcity. So that's that's what fear is. Now you've got 50% of the buyers that will will potentially buy from you closing being close to emotion, next 30% through logic. That means the next 20% are closed through the fear of missing out, through urgency and scarcity, and, and that's quite self-explanatory in and of itself. You've got to, with all of your offers that you make, you've got to add a little bit of urgency to it. You've got to say, hey, look, this offer is only available for such and such period of time. It'll be taking the offer away after one, two, three days, one, two, three hours, however long it's going to be. Or, hey, there's limited spots open uh, for this offer. We only have limited capacity, so you have to get in quickly. Um, Stuff like that. If there's a cutoff date, or there's limited spots available, or other things that you can think of to make it seem more urgent and scarce and rare, then that also goes a long way in helping people to make that buying decision. One very important thing, though, with that is you need to make sure that you're not lying when you're adding urgency and scarcity. So if you're saying that it is limited, uh, it's a limited offer or, if it, or, or it's an exclusive offer in the sense that it's only available for a certain amount of time, then it really needs to be available for that certain amount of time. If you lie and say it's available for three days, but really it's available for the next month, uh, you'll lose credibility with people very quickly and people will, will be offended and stop buying from you. So that's just a quick tip around that. Anyways, I hope that makes sense. I hope that um, that's kind of given you a few light bulbs in the head. Um, Let me know. Give me some feedback. I always appreciate some good feedback on how that has helped or if there is anything I can do to help you further. All right, so at the beginning I told you I caught up with a friend. I actually caught up with one of my mates from school. Um, He runs a a football coaching business. Now, while I was away at Fun Hiking Live, I had the distinct impression and thought that I should contact him and offer to provide consulting for his business to be able to 
get a really good referrals from him to get really good testimonials and really good marketing material to to take the the consulting of my own personal consulting for for other businesses and also within my dad's business to the next level. Uh, so that was really good. I had a really cool meeting with him, and he's going to give me the opportunity to be able to test the material that I'm that I'm working on um, in the consulting field. So. Stay tuned for updates on that. I'll give you updates on how his business is, is doing, if it's improving, uh, the downfalls and, and the mistakes that we'll be making, as well as the, the successes that I'm sure we're going to be having over the next months or, or however long we'll be working together. So that's exciting. It's another step forward, I guess. And I'm really looking forward to, to doing that and updating you guys on, on the journey. So thanks again for tuning in. I appreciate it, and I'll see you next time.